0: hello hello everybody welcome to where to from here the place where we empower equip and edify you as you navigate through life i am your host coach Jay, and i'm so so excited to be back with you uh, with another podcast episode i've had to step away from work a bit because for the previous months i've just been having health issues that i needed to deal with um, and other personal matters where I had to take care of myself so that I can be able to give you the best content uh, that would benefit you and feed your souls, right? Um, But I am finally back and I'm so glad to be back. Um, I'm so excited for the content that is coming. So the podcast that I'm sharing today Is a podcast uh, that I was invited into by Empowerment Creations, which is the feeling of being unqualified, where we are addressing an issue of you being or feeling unqualified for what God is calling you to do at the moment. And we dive deep into it. We have um, Bible references and scriptures. So get your pen your notebook, your Bible ready for this deep dive and deep study of the Word of God to hear what God has to say. But at the end of this podcast, for those of you who will listen to the end, we are then giving you pointers and advice on how to move past feeling that way, how to then move past it and step into what God has in store for you. So here it goes. Enjoy greetings greetings my
1: amazing listeners it's your host, fortunate maviko i'm back once again it's been a while i missed you so much i hope you missed me too because i missed you i missed your views your listenings, and, and everything and i miss sharing with you but anyway i'm back and today i am hosting coach Jeanette from where to, from here um we had missed her quite a lot and we are back with the topic the feeling of being unqualified and she is going to be inspiring and empowering us today koche on the line please do holler at our listeners
0: hello hello everyone thank you thank you so much for having me back at empowerment creations i'm so happy to be here i'm so excited to be back i always have a good time when i'm here with you guys And I hope you are ready for today's topic and you've got your Bibles ready and you are just ready to dive in deep because that's what we will be doing today. So thank you. Thank you for having me. That's
1: awesome. It's always a pleasure to have you. You encourage me a lot. And I know that there are people out there that are going to hear not only your voice, but the wisdom that God has gifted you and they're going to be inspired and transformed just like you transform me. So anyway, I'm going to get to it and and open up actually the topic, you know, and obviously we'll get to the definitions since I like to define things. But anyway, we have discovered that for every new thing that will come in one's life or every time you feel like I want to do something new, you feel unqualified. You start asking yourself, am I worthy of this certain thing? Am I okay, am I qualified enough to start a new business? Am I qualified enough to be a mom, to be um, in this school or in this new place? There's a lot of things that you look at. You look at your your day-to-day life, um, your career life and all the other things that come. And this one thing, the feeling of being unqualified is a dream killer. So let's look at what qualification means. What does it mean to be qualified? So, according to my dear friend Google, qualification is a condition that must be fulfilled before a right can be acquired. It's an official requirement. You need to produce your papers. You need to say, I've got a degree in this. Okay, I've got a certificate in this. That is qualification. Okay, they need to check your credits there. But then, Being qualified by God does not mean having a certificate for those who think maybe even to preach the word of God to your friends, you need to be a pastor. You need to produce this uh, certificate and say, I studied this. Today, we're going to be unpacking all these things with J. We're going to look at it on the side of God. What does God say about being qualified and how does the feeling of not being qualified Kill our dreams, and also without disregarding the fact that you actually do need education. Please, guys, if you're studying, you can study. Don't go and say we listened to a podcast and (laughs) God has qualified me. I don't need a certificate. So we're going to open up with just a question to Code J that I know will assist a lot of people because our conversation is actually going to be leaning on that specifically, and that's purpose. Uh, Coach Jay, I wanted to ask if you can just define for us what purpose is according to you and how is it related to this um, uh, topic that
0: we are having today? Oh, okay, purpose. When we look at purpose, I would say that purpose is our why, why we are here. And we know that as believers, if we look at the corporate purpose for all of us as sons and daughters of the kingdom of God, um, we each, actually all of us has a a joint purpose, which is to, to be loved by God, to love God, to worship God, to grow the kingdom of God by making it known to the world, right? All of us are called to that. And when it then comes to our individual callings, because then our calling is how we then fulfill that corporate purpose that God has given us. So if you are out there and you are wondering, what is my job on earth? And you are inquiring, you are busy. Just know that corporately as the body of Christ, we are called to love God, to be loved by him, to worship him to make his name known or to work towards enlarging the kingdom of heaven, right? So when it comes to then calling, that's where these feelings now cripple in. That's where issues then arise because calling then speaks to how do we fulfill the purpose that God has given us or the mandate that God has given us here on the earth. That's where people start to feel unqualified. That's where people start to feel disqualified. You know, mm-hmm. that's where people start to feel unworthy. That's where people start to feel like I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. You know? And as a result, they end up backing away from something that is destined for them or they end up stepping away from growth that God actually has intended to bring into their lives, not only their lives, but also the lives of others, because we know that we serve a social God and he blesses us through people, Yes, you know, even though he's able to do what only he can do through our lives, through miracles and and, and wonders but in in the true sense of things he blesses us through people that's why the word of god would say that we are blessed to be a blessing yes yes Correct. so now that's where the, the the issue starts and these issues start because of our environment and by environment i mean our world the world that we are exposed to the people that are placed around us um, our friends our colleagues our parents right our experiences in life our failures and so forth these are the things that influence whether we feel ready to receive God's love and the mandate that God has on our lives or we don't sure because as as, as human beings though we are in the earth and not of the earth sometimes, we tend to want to conform to the things of the world, right? To the understandings yeah. of the world. Forgetting that when we look at 1 uh, Corinthians 3.19, it says that the wisdoms of the world are foolishness, absurd or upset stupidity before God, because it is written that he is the one that catches the wise and the clever in their own craftiness. So meaning that our, our own understanding cannot bring us to the point where we are now fulfilling the purpose of god in our lives so i want us to actually look at how do people qualify right because then it will yeah where we are coming from when we say our world influences it when we look at the people around us or our communities or our societies people are qualified because of the level of influence that they have because yes. of their financial standing, right? Because yes. of their equity, because of how many likes or shares they have, because of how many people actually like them, because of the connections that they may be having, access to resources and, and so forth. And yes. they disqualify people or, or they disqualify whoever doesn't measure up to that level. So if you don't measure up to that level, then they don't listen to you. They, they they just scrap you out altogether. But that's not how God qualifies us. And that's what we are actually here to discuss today. Sure.
1: I loved when you touched the, the, the part of likes and, you know, the shares and everything. We've got this saying that um, the world say numbers don't lie. Um, and we see that even in our corporate world or anything el- or anywhere else that we on social media or anywhere else that we are. And in some sense, yes, it is true. Numbers don't lie. You know, people do follow where they see this value. But what happens when what you are giving is valuable because God has qualified you? And obviously there is an audience that is perfect for what you are sharing or what you are doing or or the services that you are providing. But the numbers are still low due to the fact that the people that are supposed to be getting that value or receiving that value have not yet been in contact with what you are sharing or your services, yet there's still a journey maybe of marketing and so forth and so forth. And so people with that, during that time of waiting, feel unqualified, feel like, you know what? I actually thought of this, that before I even started, can I even do this? And here's proof there is no, numbers increasing I don't have likes I don't have subscribers I don't have viewers and then you you dismiss it and you know I liked when you shared with me the other time we actually were having a personal conversation then you say that when you feel unqualified you know you dwell on that feeling and then it takes away the opportunity for you to actually operate according to the purpose that God has given you and that purpose is for you to shine the light to the world to be that light, to encourage or, or anything, to give out the wisdom that God has given you because you feel I'm unqualified to be this type of person. And we were, you were just encouraging me on that because Empowerment Creations is also a new brand and we don't have as much yet. But, you know, you were just saying, don't feel unqualified. Don't let that discourage you you need to keep going. And so I think today our topic as well is going to be looking at that, You know your potential, your purpose, your worthiness, and seeing how this can either be destroyed or be built up And what do you have to look at. So I think what you've shared really is powerful. And now we can talk about the per- personal side of things, like um, the feeling of being unqualified level your day-to-day life.
0: Okay. Um, one thing, though, uh, while we, we are touching the personal life. Yes. When we we look at our own personal capacity to fulfill a thing, right? Yes. Uh, we, we tend to overlook the battle that is in the mind. And we tend to overlook our emotions, which if given a chance can really destroy, you know, where we stand. So, especially after explaining how uh, people will then disqualify an individual, right? And how they wage a person's qualification, right? We, yes. we also need to then assess what then happens as part of you experiencing those things, you find yourself having fear, right? Fear of the unknown, fear of yes. men, fear of failure, you, you feelings of confusion, right? Because yes. whatever that is placed before you doesn't align with what you you deem to be true, or doesn't align to what you think will be acceptable before mm-hmm. the people that uh, you maybe you 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 live around or you are exposed to, or you feel like they would be seeing whatever it is that you need to release or you need to speak about, or or you need to do. Right. And these things, if we, 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 we don't focus on them and we sweep them under the rug, then they then impact the identity that we have in Christ. And in our daily lives, really, these feelings are are brought by that instability where you either are wrestling with the identity that God has given you, that you don't believe it to be true because of the words that people have spoken over you, right? You don't believe it's true because of the fear that is in your heart, the disbelief, right? or you don't believe it's true because it's confusing to you, you don't see how can you be all of those things when you have failed so much in your life. Yeah. 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 And it really, it's really easy to see a person who has already disqualified themselves, right? You see them in their posture, in how they present themselves among people, in the words that they speak, in the belief that they they believe about themselves, about God. Right about their yes. capability, about their potential, and you really see it in, in 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 that. So in the way they present themselves among people, are they presenting themselves like they are worthy to be in that room, or are they presenting themselves in a in a timid spirit, a spirit that is really saying, "I'm unworthy to be here. Am I really here? What will people say?" You see that yeah. in a person's you know, in the person's posture. Sure. And that then overlaps then to the friends that you keep, to the leaps that you take in life, meaning the risks. What are you opening up yourself to, right? What uh, are, are the people that you expose yourself to or the type of, of background or education that you are exposing yourself to? We see it in that. When you feel qualified, you want to expose yourself to people who are, are worthy of that people who understand and see you for who you are people who see your work right but when your identity is shaky and you've already disqualified yourself because of those hurts and traumas and things that are still unresolved in your heart you see it in the friends that you keep you don't keep friends that support where it is that you are going You don't take leaps that support where it is that you are going. You will be speaking of doing one thing, but behaving in another way, saying you value one thing and behaving opposite or contradictory to that thing that you're saying you are valuing. As a result, your life continually goes in circles or remains stagnant. Sure. And that's how we, we we are then affected when we already feel unqualified in a thing. Sure. That's deep. And that is so true. Um,
1: you know, the Bible says that iron sharpens iron. And it takes you knowing your identity in Christ and knowing that we are qualified by God first for you then to realize I'm actually iron and then what kind of friends do I need to have around me that will sharpen me and I sharpen them as well. So that feeling of being unqualified also can hinder a person, you know, from not knowing who they truly are. Actually, they don't know because it's an issue of identity, you know, like we had discussed. Ago when we were talking on purpose and vision, we touched on identity. And I think also on this topic as well, because we touched on purpose. Identity is another thing, again, that is in the picture of all these things. Because unless you know yourself, you are not sure if you are qualified to do this or qualified to do that. So you need to have that identity. It's important. And then from there, then your purpose and so forth and so forth. But also, uh, what I've realized is. In our our day-to-day lives, we need to be so intentional to position ourselves, whether um, it's in a work environment or anywhere else, we need to be positioning ourselves. Then when a breakthrough comes, maybe it's through your destiny helper or anyone that God might be sending your way, then they find you on the ground positioning yourself. You know, you look at the story of, um, of Ruth, her being found by boas while they're on the field, she was positioning herself. And if she felt unworthy to be working with the people that she was working with, a woman amongst men, they in the field and everything, if she felt, I'm not qualified to do this, I'm not, you know, and have anything to do with maybe identity crisis and not know her purpose, she was not going to be positioning herself and she was not going to be meeting Boas. Maybe that was not going to be the place. So also I want us to touch on the career side of things to say, how then do I position myself if I'm in a career field or any work space and I want to tackle around this whole thing of being qualified? Maybe I don't have the degree, but I actually do have the work ethic. Actually, the wisdom that I need for me to to do this work properly. It's going to come from God. And while I'm positioning myself and getting um, maybe promoted at work, it will be also an, an opportunity for me to be supported by someone who can sponsor me maybe with a scholarship and I can actually go then and get the, the qualifications that the world wants me to have.
0: Yeah, you know, before we, we, we dive into that, there's one specific thing that I feel we need to, dis- to discuss. Uh, Because when we then look at the marketplace, it now comes to an understanding that God has truly qualified me. But you are unable to know um, that God has qualified you if you don't know uh, how does God qualify an individual. Yes. Right? Yes, I know there's many disciplines and different levels of maturity that a person needs to reach for certain things or certain realms and spheres to be opened up for that individual. But in the beginning, uh, it's it's really simple to be used by God, you know. And Mm -hmm. I want to break it down to the most simplest way. Simple things like that a person can just do. And give scriptures around that so that a person is empowered to know that I am positioned well, right? And any other work that needs to take place or any other training that needs to take place, you are then open to it because you know you've already positioned yourself well. And this takes an eye that is able to truly judge apart from um, condemnation. Truly judge apart from what you can do, but looking at it from a lens of the mercy of God, because we know the word of God says that his mercies are renewed every morning. So every morning, regardless of what you did yesterday, every morning is a clean slate and it's a new opportunity for you to step into what God has for you. And I outlined just four things. And I would give a few scriptures and I I would want us to read so that we understand um, the simple ways that God can qualify an individual. And I said that, um, number one, God qualifies a willing and surrendered heart. Sure. So a heart that is surrendered to him, but also that is willing to partner with him. Yes. Yes. Another thing, number two, would be a a humble and teachable spirit. Sure. So are you surrendered before God? Is your life surrendered to him? And are you willing to walk in obedience? Yes. Are you humble and teachable to know that when you are being corrected, yes, I'm being corrected, and my correction is not condemnation. Right? Right. But that you understand that correction from the Holy Spirit is actually for my good, and to set me up for success. Yes, it's hard teachable. Are you constantly asking the Lord to teach you things, right? Mm. And I want us to read um, Psalm thirty-two, verse eight, and it says that. I will instruct you and teach you in the ways you should go. I will counsel you with my loving eye on you. Do not be like a horse or a mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and brittle, or they will not come. Many are the woes of the wicked, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds the one who trusts in him. Rejoice in the Lord and be glad you righteous seeing all who are upright in heart so from this uh psalm 32 verses 8 to 11 and this is in the niv we get to see that uh, the lord wants to teach us he, he's always keeping his eye on us wanting to counsel us wanting to show us the way but there's a condition there that says that you you need to be willing You shouldn't be like a horse or a mule, you know, which has no understanding but needs to be controlled by bit and brittle. If you know bit and brittle, it's those things that they tie onto the horse, you know, and the shambok that they would hit that horse with for it to walk straight or to come and drink water. He doesn't want that, you know. He wants surrenderedness. He wants willingness. He wants humility. And he wants a teachable spirit. Number three is reliance and dependence on him, you know? And this verse also um, covers that to say, but the Lord's unfailing love surrounds those who trust in him, Mm. you know? So you need to trust in him. When you trust in him, you are able to rely and depend on him. Another thing would be an understanding that your life is in his hands. And that you acknowledge him to be God. You know, you cannot understand that your life is in his hands if you don't acknowledge him, that he is your God. He is your father, you know. And if we look at uh, Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, it says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Sure. it's that simple to be qualified by God is your heart trusting him are you trusting his knowledge and or, and or, or allowing that to take precedence above your own understanding of the ways or the wills that he wants you to, to partake in right yeah. because yeah. when you acknowledge him in all of your ways then that's when he directs your path sure you know and when you know these things and you understand what it really takes to be qualified by God you realize that it's it's through his grace really that we are qualified not by our works not what we can do for him right but because he just yes. loves us and the fact that he loves us and we accept him as lord and savior you know then he 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 wants our our heart to be in this state you know and as we yield to it we are already qualified. Then he he knows how to to lead and guide and show us the way and and that's how we would then present ourselves even in the marketplace. Yes. The risks that we take, in the initiatives that we make, you know, in the association that we we have with others. Definitely. challenges that you are open to taking what are the initiatives that you are taking at work before they even say fortunate do this what are you taking initiative to doing what are the problems that you are solving Mm -hmm. you know but it starts with understanding that i am qualified I am qualified by God because I am surrendered to him. I am willing to be taught. I am humble in spirit. You know, I am teachable. Not that you are raising yourself highly, but you come from a lens of despite my failures, despite my shortcomings. Uh, The Apostle Paul said, in my weaknesses, his power is made strong. It comes from you understanding the grace of God over your life, not abusing it. Or not looking at it in, in, in that entitlement mentality. No. Yes. But truly understanding that though I, I my flesh may fail, you know, my spirit is strong in me because the Holy Spirit is in me. It comes from understanding that and looking at it from that lens. Not your own understanding, but the understanding of God. And in many instances, in, in, in many instances where we've already disqualified ourselves. God is looking at us and he's like, what what are you saying? What are you doing? You know, because he doesn't see you in that way. Before God, you can do no wrong. Though he, he shows you where you are stumbling, but he doesn't see you in the eye of your own failures. Yes. And that is then tested in the marketplace, in how you present yourself, in how you do your work, in how you take initiative, in the risk that you take. How you associate with colleagues, with partners, with everyone that is exposed to you. With every opportunity that is placed before you. Are you seizing it? Are you going for it? You know, Or are you just cowarding away? Or are you saying, Mm-mm, this is not for me? Or you are saying, uh-uh, I cannot do this because of your fear, fear of the unknown. Are you listening to your emotions more than you you listen to what God is capable of doing through you? so these are the things that we constantly have to be looking at on a daily basis hmm.
1: that is so nice Kojay. thank you so much for that, Um, you know as you were talking I was reminded when you were talking about surrendering and leaning on God you know I was reminded of the story of Solomon to say you know I liken his um. Him going to God, him in the dream asking, uh, telling God he would like to have wisdom so that he's able to lead uh, God's people, you know. And then from there, being king, I liken that to firstly go to God, surrender to God, tell him that this is what I would like to have, you know, in order for me to go out there and be the light, in order for me to go out there and have this job and do it, very well because i know that you have given it to me you know and so <clears throat> most people lack that relationship with god you know and you feel unqualified to go before god and ask for wisdom unqualified to go to god and surrender and ask for understanding or anything that god would be gi- willing to give to you because he's always willing because he loves us you know so that we can take that and go shine with it in our career spaces um we find most of these days just because we have looked at it this way that whoever wants to speak maybe to, to give wisdom or anything that you want to give in your workspace to some to someone there or to pray for them. You feel you need to be a pastor first or maybe I need to be a leader or maybe I need to be this, you know, a church. And it's not like that because we each have the Holy Spirit. God has already qualified us. And so for us now to go there in our work ourselves off for anything literally and trusting God that he's going to be there and everything is going to go smoothly you know we need then to surrender to God and we need to understand the fact that we are qualified by God first and when he has qualified us we can be in any space and there's nothing impossible with him but also now on a on a, personal, uh, on a personal level of things, what are the key things that you think you can um, give to people um, to say maybe your identity, maybe your potential, maybe the capacity that you need or that you might have for you to avoid this feeling of being unqualified, pulling away or taking away some things from you? We,
0: we cannot avoid it. And the reason I'm saying we cannot avoid this feeling, I want us to look back in the Bible. We, many people were already disqualified by society, right? Yeah. But God used them, and many others unqualified themselves or disqualified themselves, or they had that feeling that they are unqualified for what God had in store or for what God was instructing them to do. But we serve a merciful God, you know, a God who's always willing to work with you. We look at Jeremiah. Yes. When Jeremiah was called, he said, but I am just a babe. You know, I am a child. Yeah. I, I, yeah. How can I, how can I? And God said, no, do not say, but you are a child. And then he said, but I cannot speak. And he said, because you cannot speak, I will give you my words. I will take my words and put them in your mouth, meaning the prophetic messages that he would then go out and share with the people. We look at uh, Isaiah, which is prophet Isaiah. When he was called, he went and encountered the heavenly realm, right? The throne room of God. And when he got there, the Lord asked, whom shall we send? Instead of him saying, I am here, send me. He said, I am unqualified to speak in this platform because my mouth has spoken out so much sin. Sure. Right? But God healed him because he acknowledged that I have a problem that I believe is hindering me to go and do this thing. But that feeling of being unqualified uh, caused God to then see that he is surrendering this issue. You know, that's why I always say, whenever you feel unqualified, do not allow that to cripple you. Take it before the throne room of grace and say, Lord, I acknowledge you want me to do this. You want me to work in excellence, but I believe I cannot because of this so that he can then meet you there and give you the power to rise from it. You know? And when we we look at many others, Gideon, when he was called, the angel Mm -hmm. of the Lord presented uh, himself before Gideon and said, mighty man of valor, and he was, what? Who, me, what way? When I'm the least of the least, you know? But even in that, God graced him enough to show him that, Yes, you can do this. And he gave him signs. But it took Gideon to say, my faith is not enough to believe that I'm truly man of valor. So Lord, grant me the, the grace that I'm able to see that you are truly the one leading me. Leading. And that's a teachable spirit right there. That's a teachable spirit. Because he wants to say, God, teach me, show me what it means to be led by you. And as you lead, I am following because my faith does not allow me. There is a shortage and I need you to meet me there so that I can go through with this thing that you are bringing before. me. So you are not um, wrong to have those emotions. It's okay. But you are wrong when you then allow them to cause you to walk in rebellion or cause you to walk in disobedience to God and what he wants you to be, or when you allow that to then hinder what God has already instilled in you, hindering you to becoming all that God has already in store for you. So these emotions, we cannot avoid them. Even uh, our, our generals in the faith encounter them. This is why uh, when you feel unqualified, you shouldn't allow that to cripple you, but you should take that before the throne room of grace and bring it before God to say, Lord, I acknowledge this is where you are sending me and I acknowledge this is what you want me to be doing in this current circumstance. And I want to do it that way, but I believe this and that is what is hindering me so that you can give him that space to then heal you and bring you to a point where you are able to fulfill what it is that he has in store for you. And another thing that I feel also we, we need to come to realization with is to ask yourself, where is my life? Who is the author of my story? And who is the one that actually brings everything to come into fulfillment into my life? Because when you ask yourself those questions, then that's when you are able to get the word of God and understand what God has to say. And that on its own will then equip you and empower you to actually go into what God has in store for you with confidence, with, with courage, right? Leaving all of your baggage aside. So now I want us to look at a few scriptures and these scriptures will just help us unpack really to say, but where is my life? And who's the author of my life? And who enables me to do all of these things? And the first scripture, we get it on Ephesians 2.10 in the New Living Translation, which says that for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. And we can see already from this scripture to say, uh, God did not make a mistake. He made us perfect just as we are. So he made us specifically for the task at hand. And he has created us anew in Christ, meaning our failures, our shortcomings, and everything else that is a burden in this moment um, cannot be what hinders us. We are a new creature. Our failures do not define us. Our mistakes cannot even define us or really disqualify us from what God has in store. And then the the final part of the verse is that so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So because he's made us perfect, he has already cleansed us. anew. That on itself then enables us to do his will, to step into purpose, to do whatever that he's calling us to do at that particular moment. Yes. We look at Psalm 139 in the New Living Translation, which says that, you saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. Taking us back to the book of Jeremiah, where he said, I knew you before I needed you in your mother's womb. That's why it says, you saw me before I was born. And before I was born, every part of my story is recorded in your book. And meaning every step that you are going to take, whatever that you're going to do, the good works of God whether you're going to write a book, whether you're going to get married, how many kids you are going to have. All of these things are outlined in the book of God before you were even born. And every moment that takes part in your life or that unfolds was already laid out before. So meaning you cannot even face God. He's not surprised by that you are feeling unqualified in this moment. He's not faced by you feeling scared. He's not faced by you feeling, uh, having been affected by the world disqualifying you, you know, and just saying you are unqualified to do the works of God in your life and whatever those works may be, you know. And another thing I want to address those ones who said, uh, but if every moment in my life was laid out before every single day had passed, how come I've gone through so much trauma? How come I've gone through so much abuse and hate? You know, I would like to encourage you to say God has an ability to take whatever that was meant for your harm and turn it for your good. The truth is we live in a fallen world. And because we are in the world, even though we are not of the world, we are exposed to the condition of the world. Right. In a fallen world, there's a lot of and we need to get to a point where we understand that our calling does not automatically exempt us from experiencing the hurt, right? and the pains of the world. We, and we see that in the life of Apostle Paul. When he, he answered the call of God over his life and he went out into ministry and he was preaching, he had to go through so much heads being tossed into jail, threatened to die, shipwrecked, so many things that Apostle Paul has gone through even after he answered the call of God over his life. So that doesn't exempt us. But what we know for sure is that God is able to turn all of that mess, all of that chaos, and turn it into a setup so that we succeed. And that's how invested God is to his people. And then we see before actually Jesus died, he indicated to them um that he's going to go, and when he leaves, there's someone that he's going to send, which is the Holy Spirit. And he said that this will be your helper, this will be your teacher. The world doesn't know him, but you will know him because he lives in you. And this is the most critical thing that we need to understand when it comes to answering the call of God over your life or going out to do the things that God wants you to do, whether in the marketplace or wherever that he has placed you is that he he is so much invested in you succeeding that he gave you a helper. He gave you someone who will enable you and equip you, who will lead you into all truth so that you are able to walk out that walk the way that he intends for you to walk it out. So meaning there's no room for fear because he has already sent you the Holy Spirit. On Ascension Day, before Jesus left, he said, When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power, right? Meaning you already have the power in you. So even when you feel the doubt of whether you are capable or whether you carry enough potential for you to see that project out or to even speak in front of people or to do whatever that God wants you to do, just know that you are already equipped because you have the Holy Spirit in you. Right, so now what happened after the scenario is that in Acts 2, they received the Holy Spirit. When they received the Holy Spirit, there were a group of people, but not of the same demographic. Meaning that each and every one, as different as you are, as different of a background that you may be coming from, you are not exempt from receiving the Holy Spirit. You are not exempt from... um, Well, witnessing the power of the Holy Spirit at work in you, because though they were there, some Jewish, uh, some from different nations, they all of them received a portion of the Holy Spirit. And that was made evident in each one of them speaking in tongues, though there's far much more that the Holy Spirit can do in our lives beyond speaking in tongues. And that's a teaching for another day. I think, fortunately, we can arrange that if people want to learn more about the Holy Spirit. Yes, definitely. And, yes. And then now we see after they received the Holy Spirit, they then went about to do the work that God had in store for them. They went out preaching the good news. They went out delivering people from demons, healing the sick. But as they were doing those works, they got into trouble. This is now where we get to Acts 4, verse 18. And I want you to understand uh, that there are people who will disqualify you because of the works of God that you are doing. And they would want to say maybe what you are doing is not right, right? But when you know that the Holy Spirit is the one leading you, everything works itself out. So there's no need to have that fear of men. So we see in Acts Now, uh, the disciples, which is Peter and John at the time, were brought before the Sanhedrin, and which is the Jewish High Court, which is the most learned group of people in the society at the time, uh, the professors of the time, the theologians of the time, and the people who. Uh, ...by The people in India. Yeah, yeah. Because of their qualifications and how they were able to unpack theology and the ranks that they carried within the church. Now, there's one thing that stands out. When we read it, it says now, now when the men of the Sanhedrin, the Jewish high court, saw the confidence and the boldness of Peter and John and grasped the fact that they were uneducated and untrained ordinary men, they were astounded and began to recognize they had been with Jesus. And this is the main plan of God for our lives, that whatever work that he wants us to do, we are able to do it with confidence and boldness because we know we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us. That's why... We, we see another scripture in Matthew that says that let your light shine into the world so that when they see your good works, they may glorify your father who is in heaven. Because when we know we are equipped by God, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And because we have the Holy Spirit in us, we are capable of doing what God has said before us. We do it with excellence. We do it with confidence. We do it with boldness. And the world will see that it can only have been done by God. Because remember, they know your past. They know your failures. They know your shortcomings. But now it's different because you are operating in it, understanding who is with you, who is the author of your story and who enables you to do these works. Hmm. That is amazing, Koji. That is amazing and so, so
1: true. I also would like to add there that excuse me, that, you know, as you were sharing um, how the, the disciples could be seen that they were walking with Jesus Christ and they were amongst those that had the qualifications, you know, in theology, those that could unpack and everything. I wanted to add that it shows us that even when we have the qualification from the world, like the best qualifications ever and whatever position we want we can get we can be heard or whatever like that it is powerless unless we walk with jesus christ because god qualifies us first you know the disciples were recognized because they had been walking with jesus and they had the power of the holy spirit now think of how untouchable a person can be if i already have my qualification from God, of course I've been given because it's predestined and I know who I am in Christ and I'm also having my certificate because I studied the course that actually God called me to be in, you know, especially if it's a certain field or whatever like that, God has called me to be in that field. I'm able to shine and give everything that I have to give <clears throat> because that's part of the purpose that God has given me. Sorry about my voice, <laughs> um, but you know, that's what we are We are trying to share with you or the message that we are reaching out right now, because we want you to understand that the one who qualifies you first is God and always will be God. And in that journey of your purpose, the journey of operating under the qualification that God has given you, the purpose that God has given you, the potential and the worthiness to be in the place that you are at, you know, all of that comes from God. You need to know God. You need to have your journey with God. So um, thank you so much, Code Jay, for that. And also just close to the closing to say that, you know, the importance of mentorship and correct leadership, because if the disciples were walking with someone else and not Jesus and what they had to perform or do that time was not influenced by Jesus, we don't know what could have happened, you know? And so it's important in our lives to really check who do we look up to? Who is my leader? Who is this mentor? Why do I look up to this person? Why am I benefiting something positive from it? What, what um, am I gaining from them that's adding to my purpose? The God be given purpose. Because remember, purpose can also be, um, be from the world. And if it's not from the Lord, then there's a problem. You won't operate under the proper things you're supposed to operate under. You won't be the light that you're supposed to be unless the purpose is from God. So you need to know God it still takes aspect to that. So um, in closing, kojay is there something you might want um, maybe to add and encourage people um, about that personal journey with God, uh, mentorship, leadership, um, or
0: potential? No, all I want to say is that you will make it. And you may feel unqualified now, but you are more than qualified. And if you can just understand these scriptures, if you can just take these scriptures and meditate on them and hear what the word of God has to say about your qualification and your life as a whole and where that then comes from then you are able to, to grasp where God wants you to go and then seize it and follow it with confidence and pray on them. If you are lacking that faith, ask for faith you know, ask for that measure of faith uh, because we know that the Holy Spirit is able to impart that. And if you've you you you've been feeling unqualified, now you feel like you are condemning yourself because you've been rebellious, you've allowed yourself to drift away from the plans of God for your life, you are not too far gone. Come back to God. Confess before him what you have done. And we know that he is just to forgive when we confess our sins before him, you know, confess it before him it's that easy lay before him receive his forgiveness forgive yourself also write down everything that he said you need to do and start doing it ask the holy spirit to walk with you to show you to lead you to guide you and those of you who are listening who do not know god and who are wondering how can i know this god and how can i align myself with him so that i can truly live out my life's purpose so that i can truly discover what God has in store for you, for me, you know? It's, it's also easy for you in that. Confess your sin before him. Confess that you've lived without him. You did not know him. You had free will that you used that was leading you astray, that is not aligned to his will for, for your life, right? That you need him in your life. You need a savior and you understand that only he has the key to you having that life and having it in abundance confess that before him and then allow him invite him to come into your heart invite him to come into your life to say lord come into my life walk with me align me to the purpose that you have for me align me to your plans for my life rearrange my life heal me purge me of all sin purge me of the ways of the world so that i can truly be aligned to the purpose that you have for my life and once you do that it's that simple it's instant Ask for the Holy Spirit to say, now that you have forgiven me, now that I am aligned with you, I ask for the infilling of your Holy Spirit so that I don't have to walk alone. I can experience that mentor that walks with me, that healer, that friend that sticks closer than a brother. I can encounter that. Allow me to have that Holy Spirit. And then he will give you and he will not judge you for asking he will not judge you for where you have been but he will give you and that's the power of grace so allow yourself move in the rhythm of that grace that god has given you and know that when you walk with god it's not about what you can do for him he loves you regardless of whether you want to do something for him or you don't he loves you he cannot love you any more than he loves you now or any less than where he is right now, he loves you. Even when you don't know it, even when you struggle to receive it, he loves you, he adores you, and he just wants to walk the journey with you. If you need guidance and help, um, I have podcasts in, in Where To From Here, where we are explaining salvation, where we are explaining sanctification, which is what happens to you after salvation. Or you can reach out to me and Fortunate, and we can help you align yourself back with the Lord. And yeah, that's all. If you understand these scriptures, I am telling you, the confidence that will rise from your life, that will enable you to seize all that God has in store for you. All things are possible.
1: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. What a powerful session this was. Thank you so much, Coach Jeanette. We always love hearing... um, your wisdom and hearing everything that you always prepare for us. I love how you put everything into details and make sure that we understand with proper clarity. And I just want to say to the audience that what we wish for each and every one of you is to live the life that is maximized according to how god wants you to live because he says that he wants us to have this life in abundance and the only way you can live this life and enjoy this life in abundance it's through knowing jesus christ it's you having the journey with jesus christ that you need we're not saying that you're going you're going to have a smooth life where there's never going to be any trials or anything like that there will be but you're able to conquer all those things if you do know god when your strength lies within him and in the feeling of being unqualified Coach A did express that you cannot run away from it but you can bring it before the Lord and he will say come on men of and you say come on my daughter you know and he will hold your hand and he will be there you will never leave so always remember that and always um begin to understand what is purpose who am i you know what is vision and where do i get those from and be careful you not know, to find yourself catching on the worldly stuff and conforming to the worldly stuff that you lose yourself in it. And after years, you start discovering who you are and you've wasted so much time. So we are closing now. We thank you so much for joining us and for listening in uh, to our podcast. If you'd like to get hold of Code J, her platform is way too from here. She's on Instagram, she's on Facebook, she's on YouTube, and currently having her transitions, devotional, on YouTube and also a PDF that you can download for free. It's a 5-day devotional and it's amazing. You don't want to miss out on it. And for those that also would like to know the roots of how to, you know, begin your journey with Jesus Christ, you can also listen to Back to Basics by Way to from Here Marketing Here. So you can also listen to Back <laughs> to Basics by Way to from Here and it's amazing. It will also show you uh she unpacks so well the things that are there and you get to know how you can go about things we are not saying take all the ideas from us and go make them yours but we are encouraging to say these are the steps you can take and then you find yourself so thank you once again for listening and we are going to be closing now and bye please do follow us on our instagram on our facebook and also share the link from your spotify Uh, and have others listen to this podcast. Bye, Kojay.
0: Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for having me.
1: It's a pleasure.